Good morning, guys. So glad to be with you today. Man, I know that song was just amazing and it just got you going. If you fast forwarded through the song just to get to the sermon, because I know you wanted to hear me rewind and go back and listen to that song. It was just amazing. And it's just something about worship. It's just something about music that just gets you going, just gets you in the feels. And I just enjoyed that so much. And I'm very appreciative to uh, Audra and Marty for leading us in that way. Guys, today is Palm Sunday. It is the beginning of what we call Holy Week. Palm Sunday leads into uh, Good Friday. And then, of course, next Sunday, which is Easter Sunday. And so though this is weird circumstances that we're in right now, I am so pleased that we get to still worship together and be here together because we are the church. So if we could, let's just pray real quick and then we'll jump right into the text. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the privilege of uh, being together, albeit via uh, technology. I do thank you for this technology that you've given us. And God, I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit would just weave throughout all of us, drawing us closer together and closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So uh, we are in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 21 uh, today. We're going to take a break from Luke uh, just for a couple of weeks as we uh, enjoy this time together uh, during Holy Week in Matthew, chapter 21, starting with verse 6. It says, the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks. And he sat on them. And most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road. And others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And then he entered Jerusalem and the whole city was stirred up saying, who is this? Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. That day encapsulates what we call Palm Sunday. If you were to take this picture, imagine a a superstar, a a, a very popular, a, a famous musician or a famous you know, uh, athlete or someone coming through. Uh, I, I want you to think of the ticker tape parades that you saw from days gone by in New York City. And as people were driving, you know, walking through, you know, people were throwing stuff and throwing, t- you know, uh, you know, um, uh, graffiti or what? Not graffiti, uh, but but stuff and ticker tape, whatever that is. And, and they were just Hosanna in the highest. They're celebrating and cheering. Hello, hello, Hosanna, Hosanna! And they're celebrating Jesus as he was walking through. Huge crowds, huge celebration. Hosanna in the highest. The word Hosanna means to save us. It is a celebratory declaration saying, "You please save us." And as I think about today, as I think about Palm Sunday, I think about what an incredible opportunity and what a a perfect time it is for us to say, Hosanna in the highest. God, save us. I mean, in this day right now, as we're starting to get a little bit overwhelmed from this quarantine mess, as we're getting a little bit fearful from the, 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 this uh, unseen disease that is spreading all over the world, right now is a perfect opportunity for us to declare, Hosanna, Hosanna, God, please save us. However, 
If you look at verse 10, remember, let's go back to verse 10 and see what they said. And he entered Jerusalem. Again, these guys were already celebrating and they're already throwing down their cloaks and they're already waving their palm branches saying Hosanna and they're celebrating and they're cheering on this guy, Jesus. And in verse 10, when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred. The whole city was excited saying, who is this? They were celebrating. They were rejoicing. They were caught up in this frenzy over someone they didn't even know. And so my question today, as we pivot into this uh, Palm Sunday celebration, do we do the same thing? Do we do that same thing? People have always and will always try to figure out who this guy Jesus is. Jesus actually posed this very question about himself just a few chapters earlier in Matthew chapter 16. In Matthew chapter 16, starting in verse 13. Now Jesus came to the district of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. So let's unpack this text for just a bit. Uh, In Caesarea Philippi, this was uh, in the region, the center of trade. And the center of pagan worship. And so in this town, all around in the center of the city, there were these, uh, these statues uh, of these pagan gods all around. And so Jesus, in the midst of this city, in the midst of the center of this town, in the midst of the, the shadow of these figures, I could see him saying, looking at all of these false gods and he's saying, who do you say that I am? And they shared some ideas. Some say that you're John the Baptist. What did this mean? Obviously, they weren't saying that he was literally John the Baptist, but they were saying that he represented the, 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 uh, a person of cleansing, a person of repentance, a man who was called to uh, call others to repent. Some say Elijah. Some say that he was Elijah. Again, not saying that he was literally the person of Elijah, but that he represented the restoration of Israel. And some say Jeremiah. Again, not the literal person of Jeremiah, but a prophet who represented the suffering servant. Today, the same questions much must be posed. Who do you say that he is? Who do you say that he is? As I've thought about this, I, I, I thought about a couple of things, a couple of ways that people see Jesus today. One way is we see Jesus as our conscience. We see him as kind of that, 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 that angel, that, that good guy angel that makes sure that we do the right thing, that he is our moral compass. Some of us see Jesus as a genie in a bottle. It's someone that we pull out only when we're in need, that we can pull out our Bible like a, like a magic lamp and we open up the Bible and we feel like if we just come to Jesus and if we do the right thing in just enough time that he will grant us the wishes of our life. And then some people just come to him as a help in trouble. 
That while things are good, we don't need Jesus. While things are, are in plenty, just a couple of weeks ago, while our economy was perfect and our, we, everything was going well, we probably didn't need Jesus so much. But now that everything is scary, maybe this is a time people are now clinging to Jesus. Now, you need to understand that he is our conscience. He is there to bless us and he is there in times of trouble. But those are not the reasons why we should worship him. Peter was a bit of a doofus, but he had no problem speaking up. Verse 16, he said, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my father in heaven. You see, many of us, like that crowd on that first Palm Sunday, get worked into spiritual frenzies. We get worked up into a spiritual frenzy when we hear a, a worship song that just gets us right there in the fields. But that kind of relationship, it doesn't last. But to those who truly get to know him, they worship him. For those who truly get to know Jesus, they worship Jesus because of who he is. He is God. Not because of anything he's done for you, not because of any emotion that you feel attached to him, but you worship him because he is God. He is the king of kings and Lord of lords. And so here, as we enter in this most sacred of weeks, we ask the question, how do we get to know him? In Matthew chapter seven, verses seven through eight, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be open. So today is a wonderful opportunity for us to do those three things. We need to ask. We need to seek the Lord and we need to ask him. We need to seek him and we need to knock on that door. We need to come to a place where we are hungry for a relationship with Jesus. Again, not out of some emotion, not out of some uh, frenzy, but because of who he is. He is the son of God. You see, all of us are lost. All of us are wandering through this, 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 this journey of life, lost, separated from God. But 2,000 years ago, on that first Christmas morning, God sent his son, Jesus, to live amongst us. And he lived a sinless life teaching us about the ways of God. Teaching us how to live the life that God's called us to live. And then on that Palm Sunday, and that you'll hear throughout this week, began the journey of payment for our sin. Jesus died on a cross and was raised on that third day, that first Easter. He did that for us, paying the debt that we could not pay. That is the relationship we have with God. We ask, we seek, and we knock. Today marks the first year, the one year anniversary of our launch. And with this message brings into focus why 
we launched in the first place. We want to bring the true gospel of Jesus to John's Island and to encourage all to love God, to love people, and to live boldly. It has been an interesting year, to say the least, and and to all of you who call Live Oak Church home, we should celebrate. Because though it has been a struggle, it has been an incredible opportunity. People have come, and as they have come into this place, they have come and found Jesus. They have come and found a home. They've come and found a place where they can worship in truth. In your family ministry kits today is a palm cross. In that kit, with that cross, it is there for you to place somewhere in your home and it represents our celebration of the Savior. Because though we should not allow our faith to be based on emotion, there should be emotion attached. We worship a good God who loves you, who died for you for the one reason, so that you may have access to the Father, so that you may be saved. That is worthy of celebration. So may we as Christians celebrate Palm Sunday. May we raise our palm branches. May we declare Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest and celebrate because we know who we are worshiping. We know who this man is. He is Jesus, son of the living God. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to celebrate here today. And God, I pray that every person who is watching or listening, that they would base their relationship with you upon who you are and not how they feel. On who you are as the son of God, not what you do for us. In this scary time, in this incredibly unstable moment in our history, many of us are afraid, confused. And so God, I just pray that we would cling to you because you are God, not cling to you because we are scared. God, I do pray. I pray for healing. I pray for healing for the city for the country, for the world. I pray, God, that you would use this crisis to draw us closer together, to crystallize what we believe and who we are. Lord, I just pray that we'd be able to come back together again, Lord, that we would be able to embrace once again. I pray for those who are struggling with depression as they are stuck in the home. I pray for those who are without jobs. God, I pray that you would be the provider And make sure that we are able to be the church and make sure that people are taken care of and fed. God, I thank you that the church has not stopped. Allow us to be on mission. We love you, Jesus. It is in your name we pray. Amen.